ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا by the grace of allah azza wa jal we come together even though we are very far apart but we come together to begin one of the works of al-shaykh al-imam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab rahimahullah ta'ala which is called Nawaqid al-Islam the nullifiers of Islam and this lesson is being conducted on the 2nd or the 11th of Dhul Ka'ada the year 1440 Hijri corresponding to the 14th of July 2019 we ask Allah azza wa jalla to make this a lesson which is beneficial for us and a hujja for us on the day of judgment being that this is the first lesson uh, we will read from the introduction by Sheikh Saleh Al-Fawzan Hafizahullah Ta'ala which is the work that we will uh, focus on the most although there are other works that we may take from from time to time but the the main book reference that we will be using is the explanation by Sheikh Saleh Al-Fawzan Hafizahullah Ta'ala before going into the introduction to the book it's important that we understand the importance of reading such a work and the importance of understanding what is present in it we know that Allah Azza wa Jal has chosen Islam for us Islam the religion of truth Islam the religion of the prophets and the messengers as Allah Azza wa Jal said in surah in the beginning of surah Al-Maidah Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islam deena that Allah Azza wa Jal said today I have completed your religion and I have perfected for you my blessings and I am pleased as Islam as your religion Allah Azza wa Jalla has informed that he's pleased with Islam as our religion and the sahabi al-jalil the cousin of the prophet Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma he said as it's reported in the tafsir of Imam Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala about this verse Ibn Ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma said akhbar Allahu nabiyyahu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wal mu'minin annahu akmala lahum al-iman fala yahtajuna ila ziyadatin abada waqad atammaha Allahu waqad atammaha Allahu fala yanqusuhu abadan waqad radiyahu fala yasghutuhu abadan Ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma said 
that Allah Azzawajal has informed His Prophet وسلم, and the believers that Allah has completed their Iman, meaning Allah has informed us of that which completes our Iman. So we do not need anything in addition to it. Everything that we need to know for as it relates to Iman, we don't need anything in addition outside of Islam, outside of that which is present in the Quran, that which is present in the Sunnah, that which is present in those sources. We don't need anything that would complete or perfect or increase our Iman because verily that which we need is present within it. And Allah Azza wa Jal has perfected it. So it would never be deficient, meaning what we take from the book and the sunnah is never deficient, it's never incomplete. And Allah is pleased with it. So Allah would never be upset with it. Allah is pleased with that which is present in the Quran, in the sunnah. So Allah would never be upset that an individual is, uh, has taken that which is present in the Quran, that which is present in the sunnah correctly, understood it correctly and implemented, Allah would not be upset. Why? Because this individual has taken that which is pleasing to Allah Azza wa Jal. So Allah Azza wa Jal has perfected the religion. Allah has chosen Islam as our religion. Allah is pleased with Islam as our religion. So we have to understand and make sure we implement the correct Islam. And likewise, we have to understand and make sure that we stay away from that which is, that which invalidates it. As Allah said in Surah Ali Imran, وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِي غَيْرِ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ As Allah said in Surah Ali Imran, and whoever chooses and follows and desires a religion other than Islam, it will not be accepted from him. And then the hereafter he would be from the wretched. So Islam is the religion that Allah is pleased with, that Allah has chosen. So what is our affair with Islam? And we should understand that just as Islam has its conditions for an individual entering into it, by way of belief, statements, actions, Islam, you enter into it, you likewise can exit from it. You likewise can exit from the religion of Islam. So that's why it is vital and important that we understand this affair of, of what takes a person out of the fold of Islam. As Allah Azza said also in the beginning of or in Surah Al-Ma'idah, وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالْإِيمَانِ فَقَدْ حَبِتَ عَمَلُهُ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Allah says, and whoever disbelieves in faith, then his actions are void. His actions are void. Likewise, Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ ارْتَدُّ عَلَىٰ أَدْبَارِهِمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُمْ هُدَىٰ To the end of the verse, whoever apostates after the guidance has been clarified for, for them. So Allah has informed us. Just like there is Islam, Iman, there is Kufr. There is a person apostating and the likes. And we have the hadith of Hudayf ibn al-Yaman in Sahih bukhari and in Sahih Muslim where, the Prophet, where Hudayf said, كَانَ النَّاسُ 
يسألون رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن الخير وكنت أسأله عن الشر مخافة أن يدركني حذيفة بن اليمان رضي الله تعالى عنهما said that the people used to ask the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم about the bad, about the good and I used to ask the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم about the bad out of fear that it would reach me out of fear that it would reach me and the benefit we take from that is how Hudayfa bin al-Yaman radiallahu ta'ala anhuma feared falling into that which was displeasing to Allah, feared falling into shirk, feared falling into kufr, feared falling into that which could harm an individual's iman, take an individual out of the fold of, of Islam. And that which blemishes a person's Islam and his iman. So because of that, and based on that, you had the scholars of the past who wrote about the nullifiers of Islam. They wrote about the nullifiers of Islam. And it's important for us to mention that the nullifiers of Islam are in fact greater than 10. Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab in this work and in other of his work, he mentions 10. But the reality is, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab did not consider, nor did the Salaf of the past consider that there were only 10. And the proof for that, you have the statement of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab in some of his other works where he says, I'lam anna min islam ashara. To the end of his statement, he said, No. This is the speech of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab in some of his other works. He said, No that the greatest nullifiers of Islam are 10. That the greatest nullifiers of Islam are, are 10. So that doesn't mean that there are only 10. No, those are the greatest. And those are the most prevalent. It was also mentioned by Al-Halamat al-Shaykh Abdulaziz bin Ba'as ta'ala in his explanation of Nawaqid al-Islam. He said, Nawaqid al-Islami kathiratun. He said, the things which nullify Islam are many. فَالْوَاجِبُ مُرَاجَعَةُ بَابِ حُكْمِ الْمُرْتَدِ تَبْلُغُ الْمِئَاتِ He said, but, so what's incumbent is that an individual refers back to the chapter of apostation. In the books of fiqh, as we're going to read from the explanation of Sheikh Saul al-Fawzan, he said, in fact, you will find hundreds. Sheikh bin Baz, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, in fact, you will find hundreds. He said, there was a scholar from the past, Imam al-Haytami, rahimahullah ta'ala, that he, in fact, arrived to the conclusion that there are more than 400 that there are more than 400. This is still the speech of Sheikh bin Baz, he said, what's intended, the point is, there are many. And he said, and the 10 that were mentioned by Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, which is the book that we're studying, 
the ten that were mentioned by Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab they are the most dangerous and the ones that take place the most the ones that are most prevalent the ones that people fall into the most that was the statement of Sheikh bin, bin Ba'as in uh, his explanation of his explanation of Nawaqid al-Islam and his explanation of Nawaqid al-Islam and so we understand the importance of studying this work the work of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab rahim, and all the works of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab because these works uh, the proofs for that which is mentioned by Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab is taken from the book of Allah and the Sunnah of his, the authentic Sunnah of the beloved Messenger Muhammad and it's very prevalent and it relates to that which we see and being that this lecture is being broadcast from although I'm in Saudi Arabia but the brothers are in Kashmir, uh, India May Allah guide their land to Tawheed and to Sunnah and to implementation of the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of our beloved Messenger You guys are well aware of the amount of Muslims, the thousands, hundreds of thousands of Muslims that ascribe to Islam and that have Muslim names and their, their grandfathers and their great-grandfathers were, were Muslims but unfortunately they have fallen into shirk and unfortunately they have fallen into the worship of the graves and calling on the saints and putting their trust and their hope and their fear and other than Allah this is something which is very prevalent and this is something which is very widespread especially in the Asian Peninsula in the, that area something which is very very prevalent you find it in, in, in India, you find it in Pakistan, you find it in Bangladesh, you find it in Afghanistan, you find it in Sri Lanka. So this type of work or reading and studying and understanding this type of work is extremely important because you guys uh, have a great duty towards yourselves, towards your families, towards the people of your society to guide them, to direct them, to teach them. So we ask Allah Azawajal to give us tawfiq in understanding and completing this work. Now we will read from the explanation of Sheikh Salih Al-Fawzan, Habibullah Ta'ala, and if any of the brothers have ever attended my online lessons, I, I take excerpts. I don't read from the wording of the, the scholars word for word, but rather I take excerpts and I try my best to explain. Before continuing, uh, just another point. This work has been explained by many of the scholars. It has been explained by many of the scholars, such as the the one that we're reading from, the explanation of Sheikh Salih Al-Fawzan, Ta'ala. But like I said, you also have an explanation which is printed by Al-Imam Al-Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Baz, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. And you also have an explanation which is available by our beloved Sheikh Al-Walid Al-Allama Ubaid bin Abdullah bin Suleyman Al-Jabri, Hafizullah Ta'ala, called Fath Al-Qudus, Fath Al-Qudus Al-Salam, Bisharh Nawaqid Al-Islam. And it is a smaller sharh. It is smaller than the one by Sheikh bin Baz and smaller than the one by Sheikh Saul al Fozan. And you also have another one by uh, Sheikh Muhammad Bazmul, Habibullah Ta'ala, 
also on the explanation of the Nawaqid al-Islam. Naam. In Sheikh Salih al-Fawzan's Habib Allah Ta'ala's explanation, he goes on to explain what is a nullifier. He goes on to explain what is a nullifier. Something that opens, something that destroys, something that invalidates. So we understand that when we talk about the nullifiers of Islam, the things that invalidate a person's Islam, a thing that nullifies a person Islam. It's something which is serious. It's not something which is a Muslim should take lightly, you know, or something that a Muslim can 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 neglect. There are things that can actually nullify a person's Islam. And then the Sheikh Habib Allah Ta'ala goes on to mention the meaning of Islam. He said, Islam means to submit with Tawheed. To submit to Allah Azawajal with Tawheed. And to abide by that which Allah... And he's going to explain the, the definition of Islam. He's going to explain in detail in this introduction. And to adhere with obedience and to forsake and abandon the people of shirk or to or forsake and abandon shirk and its people that's the definition of an islam and that definition as many of us know was taken from the works of sheikh al-islam ibn taymiyyah and a benefit for the brothers and those who are listening is that many of the treaties or the works that were authored by Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab Taala are in fact taken from the works of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah and his student ibn Qayyim. Many uh, of the works that Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab Taala wrote and authored are in fact summarized and compiled from the works of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah and his student ibn Qayyim. So Sheikh Salih Fawzan, Habib Allah Ta'ala, goes on to say, istaslam. A person who has entered to Islam, meaning he has submitted. He has submitted to Allah Azza wa Jal with Tawheed. And he is being sincere, or he should be, sincere in worship to Allah and none other than Allah. And none other than Allah. فَمَنْ لَمْ يَسْتَسْلِمْ فِي اللَّهِ فَهُوَ مُسْتَكْبِرٌ So the person who has not submitted to Allah, then this individual is being prideful. وَمَنْ اسْتَسْلَمَ لِلَّهِ وَغَيْرِهِ فَهُوَ مُشْرِكٌ And whoever submits to Allah and submits to other than Allah, then he is a mushrik. He is someone who has implemented polytheism. وَأَمَّا مَنْ اسْتَسْلَمَ لِلَّهِ وَحْدَهُ فَهُوَ الْمُوَحِّدِ But the person who has submitted to Allah alone, then he is a person who has implemented monotheism. And that is the definition of al-Islam. Then he goes on to say, وَالتَّوْحِيدِ Because Islam is 
هو الاستسلام لله بالتوحيد so we've finished الاستسلام التوحيد هو إفراد الله جل وعلا بالعبادة is that you single out Allah alone with worship بأن how how is this done بأن يجعل المعبودة واحداً that you make the one who you worship one بدلاً أو بدلاً أن يكون المعبود آلهة متفرقة يكون إلهاً واحداً instead of your Lord or that which you worship being several you make it one that is Tawheed as Allah Azza wa Jal said in the Quran وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَا نعم أفوان وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا إِلَاهًا وَاحِدًا لَا إِلَاهَ إِلَّا هُوْ سُبْحَانَهُ عَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ Allah Taala said in Surah At-Tawbah that they have not been ordered except to worship one Lord, one God. There is no deity worthy of worship except Him. Glory be to Him over that which they commit partners to. And Allah Azza wa Jal also says, وَمَا أُمِرُوا in Surah Al-Bayyinah وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهِ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءِ To the end of the verse in Surah Al-Bayyinah And they have not been ordered except to worship Allah being sincere for Him in the religion. Being sincere for Him in the religion. So we understand that Tawheed is to single out Allah alone and to be sincere to Allah alone in our worship, in our worship of Allah Azza wa Jal. That's Tawheed. وَالْإِنْقِيَادُ لَهُ And to submit to Him in obedience. So Tawheed we understand. So what is Sheikh Salah Al-Fawzan Habib Allah Ta'ala doing? He's going over the definition of Islam. Al-Islam هو الاستسلام لله بالتوحيد. وَالْإِنْقِيَادُ لَهُ so the second part of that definition is to submit to Allah in obedience. What does that mean? فَيَعْنِ أَنَّهُ مَعَ التَّوْحِيدِ تَنْقَادُ لِأَوَامِرِ اللَّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَى فَتَفْعَلُهَا وَتَطْرُكْ مَا نَهَى اللَّهُ عَنْهُ وَتُجَنِّبُهُ Because not just that we submit to Allah, with Tawheed being sincere for Him, our worship is for Him, but also we submit to the orders of Allah. We submit to the orders of Allah with our tawheed, with our belief, with our faith that only Allah Azza wa Jal deserves to be worshipped. Is there something that's produced? The core of it's from within, but then it's our beliefs show upon our limbs. Is there something that's produced? By way of action and statement, yes. We submit to the orders of Allah Azza wa Jal. So he said, so you submit to the orders of Allah, so you do them. And you abstain from that which Allah Azza wa Jal has forbade by forsaking it. So, so notice what he's saying, it's important. وَالطَّاعَةُ تَشْمَلُ فِعْلُ الْمَعْمُورَاتِ وَتَرْكُ الْمَنْهِيَاتِ فَلَا يَكْفِي اِعْتِقَادُ الْوِحْدَانِيَّةِ بِدُونَ الْعَمَلِ He said, so obedience comprises or includes 
that a person does that which they're ordered to do and they abstain from that which they are forbidden from doing. So it is not sufficient that a person merely believes in the oneness of Allah without performing actions. Without performing actions. And actions, once again, actions is doing that which Allah Azawajal has ordered and abstaining from that which Allah Azawajal has forbade. Like I said, so the belief was that which was, the, the, the origin of the belief came from within. The belief that Allah Azawajal is the only deity that deserves to be worshipped. The belief that our prayer, our fasting, our everything is for Allah Azawajal. Type has that belief, has that faith produced anything upon the limbs? That is Al-Inqiyadu Lahu Bita'a. Al-Inqiyadu Lahu Bita'a. And Ta'a is that we do that which Allah Azawajal has ordered us and we abstain from that which Allah Azawajal has forbade. Has forbade. Has forbidden. We abstain from it. An individual that says, I believe in Allah Azawajal, I believe in the Prophet I believe in the Quran. And then when it's time to pray, he goes, but I don't, I just don't pray. Or I just don't fast. Or I just don't type. Where's, where's, the, where's the proof? Where's the thamara? Where's the fruit? Where's the fruit from your belief? Where's the fruit of your belief? The third part of the definition of Islam, because so we finish al istislamu lillahi bi tawheed wal inqiyadu lahu bi ta'a wal bara'atu min shirki wa ahlihi. And we forsake, we abandon, sake, uh, shirk and its people. Shirk and its people. The Shaykh said, فَلَا يَكْفِي أَنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَا يَعْبُدْ لَا يَعْبُدْ إِلَّا اللَّهَ It's not sufficient that Allah, as a, that an individual believes in Allah and only worships Allah. فَلَا بُدْ أَنْ يَتَبَرَّأَ مِنَ الشُّرْكِ وَأَهْلِهِ But rather, he has to take it a step further. He has to denounce. He has to forsake. He has to uh, avoid shirk and its people. He has to avoid shirk and its people. And he believes that it's incorrect. And he believes that the mushrikun have disbelieved. An example of that, you may get an individual that says, I believe in Allah, I believe in the Quran, and I pray, and I fast, and I make hajj. But I don't believe that other religions are incorrect. It's possible, he says, you know, that the Christians are correct, and the Jews are correct, and everyone is, is correct within his own religion. Everyone's correct. So I'm correct as a Muslim, but they're also correct. And they're also believers. SubhanAllah. So that means you've disbelieved in your own religion. And you actually have... Uh, naam. Naam. So that means you've disbelieved in your own religion. You've disbelieved in your own religion. So the Sheikh said, so it is not sufficient enough that a person only worships Allah. But he must disbelieve in kufr he must disbelieve in shirk he must believe that the people the mushrikun are disbelievers 
And he must hate them. And he must have enmity towards them. For Allah. He doesn't do this for himself. He doesn't do this because he feels he's better than anyone. He doesn't do this because he feels that he's above and they're below. No, he does this for Allah Azza wa Jal. There's nothing personal. There's nothing personal. He does this for Allah. يَجِبُ عَلَيْكَ أَن تُعَادِ أَعْدَاءَ اللَّهِ وَأَن تُحِبُ أَوْلِيَاءَ اللَّهِ It is obligatory for you to hate the enemies of Allah and for you to love the awliya of Allah, those who Allah holds to be dear. It's obligatory for you to love them. فَتُحِبُ مَا يُحِبُّهُ اللَّهُ وَمَنْ يُحِبُّهُ اللَّهُ So, you love what Allah loves and you hate what and you love so you love what Allah loves and you love whom Allah loves so you what you love what Allah loves and you hate and you love whom Allah loves so Allah loves we, we, we started in the beginning we started in the beginning the statement of Allah dinakum. the statement of Allah where Allah mentioned that He has perfected our religion in Surah Al-Ma'idah, in the beginning of Surah Al-Ma'idah. And what did Allah say at the end of that verse? وَرَدِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينَ And I am pleased with Islam as your religion. And I am pleased with Islam as your religion. So Allah has informed that He is pleased with the religion of Islam, so we must be pleased with the religion of Islam. Allah informed in the Qur'an that He's pleased with the Sahaba, لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الَّذِينَ To the end of the verse. رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَأَرْضَاهُمْ Allah is pleased with them and Allah has pleased with them. Allah has informed us that He's pleased with the believers. Allah has informed us that He's pleased with the Sahaba. So what is our affair? We have to love that which Allah loves and the people whom Allah loves. And the people whom Allah loves. And the opposite of that. As the Sheikh is going to say, وَتُبْغِدُ مَا يُبْغِدُهُ اللَّهُ مَا يُبْغِدُهُ اللَّهُ وَمَنْ يُبْغِدُهُ اللَّهُ And you hate and have enmity for that which Allah hates and that and those whom Allah hates. You have enmity. You hate it. Because it's hated by Allah as well. So, kufr, shirk, ma'asi, Bid'ah, you hate it because Allah hates it. Once it has come to you by way of either the Quran or the authentic Sunnah of the Prophet that Allah hates something, from your Iman is that you must hate it. And if the individual does not hate it, then this is a clear indication of discrepancy or weakness in the person's Iman. And in fact, the person should fear that he has no iman. You have the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, where he said, "Man ra'a minkum munkaran falyughayyirhu biyadi, fa in lam yastati' fa bi lisanihi, fa in lam yastati' fa bi qalbihi, wa thalika adaf al-iman." The Prophet وسلم, said, "Whoever sees something wrong." then change it with his hand. And if he does not have the ability 
then change it with his tongue. And if he does not have the ability, then hate it in his heart. And that is the weakest level of Iman. And that is the weakest level of Iman. So Allah Azza wa so in that hadith, the Prophet informed us that from our levels of Iman is that we hate and dislike that which is displeasing, that which is munkar. That which is displeasing to Allah Azza And the weakest level of that Iman is to hate it in our hearts. If you don't hate it in your heart, then you have no Iman. In reality, you have no Iman. So it's upon the believers to love that which Allah loves and to love those whom Allah loves. And likewise, it's upon the believers to hate that which Allah hates and to hate and have enmity towards those whom Allah hates and the Sheikh Habib Allah Ta'ala goes on to mention the statement of Ibrahim as Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Mumtahina in the beginning of Surah Al-Mumtahina قَدْ كَانَتْ لَكُمْ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ فِي إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهِ إِذْ قَالُوا لِقَوْمِهِمْ إِنَّا بُرَآءٌ مِّنْكُمْ وَمِمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ What did they say? Ibrahim and his people Allah says you have an example, you have an example. Yani the Prophet the Sahaba and those who come after them until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. You have an, a good example. Hasana, Uswatun Hasana. You have a good example in Ibrahim and those who are with him, the believers. When they said to their people, the people that disobeyed, the people that disbelieved in Allah, we are free from you. And that which you worship other than Allah. We are free from you. And that which you worship other than Allah. They didn't just say we are free from that which you worship other than Allah. But you're still our brothers. We still love you. They didn't say that. They said we are free from you. And that which you worship other than Allah. Once they come back to Allah. Once they worship Allah. Once they establish the sincere worship only for Allah. Then we are brothers. As Allah says, Allah said to the Prophet to say to the people that disbelieve, if you believe, your sins will be forgiven. Khalas, you're our brothers now. You believe? You come into the fold of Islam? You believe in Allah? You believe in the Prophet? You believe in the Quran? You are our brothers. But until then, until then, we are free from you. We have distanced ourselves. We have forsaken you. Even if we may be brothers by, 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 by lineage, even though we may be brothers by lineage, we are not brothers in faith. We are not brothers in faith. And what did they say? They continue to say, Kafarna bikum. Yani the people of Ibrahim. Kafarna bikum. We disbelieve in you. وَبَدَا بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمُ الْعَدَاوَةُ وَالْبَغْضَاءُ أَبَدًا حَتَّى تُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَحْدَةً And these are, their, these are their relatives. They said, we've disbelieved in you. And it has been established, enmity and hatred has been established between you and us forever. Until what? Until you believe in Allah alone. Until you believe in Allah alone. Likewise, the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal in Surah, also Surah Al-Mujadila, لَتَجِدُوا 
يوادون من حاد الله ورسوله ولو كانوا اباءهم او ابناءهم او اخوانهم او عشيرتهم to the end of the verse in surah al-mujadala you do not find the people who believe in Allah in the last day loving loving strong love for those who oppose Allah and his messenger even if they were their fathers and their brothers and their their tribe no you would not find it why because the believers place the love of Allah and Islam above and foremost so once you love Allah true with true love and Islam with true love and the Quran and the Prophet with true sincere love then you do not have love for the opposite you do not have love for kufr you do not have love for shirk you do not have love for the people of kufr the people of shirk you may have a desire to want good for them Sheikh Salah Fawzan Habib Allah Ta'ala mentioned this in no Akhid al-Islam, we'll, we'll do it. You may have a desire to want good for them. You still treat them kindly, like family members, and except the ones obviously that openly oppose Islam and fight and harm the Muslims and the likes of that. But the ones that are just your relatives, you could want good for them. You still treat them with kindness. You shall still show them kindness, call them to Islam by, by your manners, but you don't love them within. You do not love them within. As, as it relates to religion, you do not love them within because they are individuals that oppose Allah Azza wa Jalla. And that's something we'll talk about in more detail in the, the coming lessons. Because Sheikh Salih Fawzan, Habib Allah Ta'ala, also speaks about it. And alhamd, we had the chance to ask Sheikh Salih Fawzan specific questions as it relates to the Nawaqid of Islam. And that'll come when we reach those parts of the book to the best of my knowledge it's time for you to pray there and I also have to get ready to pray here but that's what we'll do for those who are unaware I decided or I agreed with the brothers that we, we would teach once a week unless I'm traveling or something the lesson will be once a week and the norm is that the lesson will be on a Saturday the norm is that the lesson will be on a Saturday likewise the lesson will be for about 45 minutes only because it's time for me to pray. I believe it's time for you to pray, and likewise, it's time for me to pray. So we will try our best to do it within 45 minutes. Bi'idhin in ta'ala. So we will continue next week, inshallah ta'ala. Allah knows best. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barakan wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam taslim al-kathira.